Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? We had some crazy beautiful weather on the weekend here. I was busy doing sessions with seekers. Usually the weekends are the most booked up times for me, but... I was grateful for that, and I'm always happy to do my work. So, um, I took a week off from the podcast last week to do some much-needed upgrades to my studio space, uh, sort of a work management thing. I uh, have to fit things around Sessions with Seekers, which is my primary thing, and so I didn't have time to do a podcast, and I think my, my social uh, media presence also suffered. I don't think I, I think I posted maybe an Instagram Monday, and that was it. Um, so yeah, uh, in keeping with the spirit of every spe- uh, season, I, uh, I did some upgrades, necessary upgrades on my, on my space here. I don't think I'd done this, uh, pre-pent. I think the last time was maybe, gosh, a long time ago with a friend in the neighborhood and her, her dog Grappa came to help me. Um, Grappa mostly rested and supervised, uh, but uh, he's passed now. He's a, he's a wonderful dog. Um, so, yes, um, did some carpentry stuff, painted, got new black velvet curtains that look wicked. Um, I did all the work myself, and uh, I have to say I felt it. Basically, you know, I have three body positions in life. Uh, sitting, standing, which includes walking, and lying down. Needless to say, my studio improvement project required more physical diversity than that. <laughs> you know, thankfully, the muscles that were stretched and bent in ways that they were not used to uh, have stopped complaining now. But I am left with an awareness that I should really incorporate some yoga into my regular well-being regimen. The snows look to have uh, melted in the forested areas of the mountains, so I'll be able to get up to my grove this week. Uh, This timing aligns nicely with the upcoming new moon in Aries on Thursday and the shift to Taurus season. So i got to go up and, you know, sanctify the perimeters of the space again. Want some black salt up there and pouches around the edge. uh, Hang some new, uh, uh, secure some new pentagrams discreetly and and speak with the entities of the space, you know, um, Secret spiritual names passed down, uh, but in a you know in essence, the Lord of the Forest and the Lady of the Grove, um, Sky Father, Earth Mother. Um, I practice a traditional type of European spirituality that predates the ingress of monotheistic Christianity and Islam into Europe uh, way back in medieval times. It's a practice and craft that. Uh, both of these religions did their best to kill off as they seized territory and took control of minds and souls hundreds of years ago. You know, many were killed in the name of these religions, um, but the knowledge and the craft endured, passed on through the centuries discreetly and with care. Thankfully, we live in more enlightened times now, at least here in the West, and we have clear separation of church and state. That goes back to the 60s in the West, prior, you know, prior to that um, the churches had more of a say. Now that's in the United States. That's you know get down some of those southern regions. That's a little bit iffy. Um, 
As humans, we have a sacred duty to make the world around us a better place than it was when we were born into it. Certainly, I've done that through my work. However, the very nature of my work would have been enough to have me tortured and burned alive at the stake in Europe and, or, or North America a mere 300 years ago or so. There is, you know, some evidence that this is something that happened to me in a past life, though, of course, I have no conscious memory of it or any other past life events. The universe is kind does not, and does not allow us to remember our past lives or the people in them, for the burden and magnitude of the emotional loss uh, over time would be too great for any of us to bear. We must be ever vigilant of those who seek power to serve some so-called righteous purpose purpose based in zealot-like adherence to an ideology or to a figure. Uh, the greatest mass murderer in history, without doubt, is Mao Zedong. You know, millions, millions, millions killed. Stalin wasn't far behind. Hitler, of course, was a monster beyond compare. But monstrous evil has also been done by religious figures, religious forces, and religious organizations, and continues on, you know, to this day. So, yes, believe what you want to believe, as long as it doesn't hurt others. But don't try to impose it on others and then shun or kill them if they do not comply. Thoughts and energies for my ritual altar and my magical being for the brave girls and women of Iran fighting for freedom from religious oppression from the government and freedom from the murderous violence of the so-called morality police. Two words that should never be put together. Morality police. Thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine being brutalized and terrorized by international war criminal Vladimir Putin's imperialist armies, as well as those in other places of the world also struggling and suffering to survive in wartime conditions in their homeland due to invasion or attack by hostile neighboring countries you know, due to civil war or terrorist insurgency. You know, we've got countries in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and across the continent of Europe, uh, of Asia, Africa, rather. Um, thoughts and energies also for the young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States by the uh, previous president who's now um, been indicted. <laughs> Hopefully will be indicted for more serious crimes and offenses. He's been indicted so far for, you know, the least of his uh, transgressions. Um, thoughts and energies also for the victims of uh, rampant military semi-automatic gun violence. Uh, that's again in America. You know, I... I, I, I am so grateful to live in Canada where virtually nobody has a gun. I, I feel super safe when nobody has a gun. Um, it's when I feel the safest. In fact, I can't imagine ever setting foot in the United States again, given, you know, what's going on there now. Um, thoughts and energies, finally, as much as I love American Americans. Um, Thoughts and energies finally for our beautiful home, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, new clean technologies and necessary, necessary worldwide low birth rates and changes in policy across the planet to get her into a healthy state again. Um, of course, beyond intent and energy work in the metaphysical world and realm, we must also be activists out in the physical world for the causes we hold dear. You know, we must speak out in our communities with our voices, with our actions, and with our votes. 
Before we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It's a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create a super effective operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you, and we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Now, on to the astrology of Monday, April 17th to Sunday, April 23rd. Weekly moon cycle. This is important information for spell casting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day living for all. The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 days. The moon is in its waning phase leading up to the new moon early Thursday. Now is the time for shadow work, or work best done in the shadows. New moons are time to plant seeds of intent and to direct energy toward the manifestation of said intent. Over the next seven days, the moon will transit from the elemental water of Pisces to the fire of Aries to the earth of Taurus and to the air of Gemini. Look to your natal chart and see where those four signs are. See what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted, for better or for worse, for you over the next seven days. Now let's check in on the inner planets. The sun is at 27 degrees Aries today, Monday, and it will move to 3 degrees Taurus over the next 7 days. Mercury is 14 degrees Taurus and will travel to 15 degrees Taurus. Venus is 7 degrees Gemini. It will move to 14 degrees Gemini. And Mars is 11 degrees Cancer and will move to 15 degrees Cancer. Take a look at your natal chart and see where Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and Cancer are. Via house rulerships, you will be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets for you over the next seven days. Now for the more constant planetary energy of the middle outer planets of the zodiac, middle and outer, as well as you know some of the other slow-transiting elements of astrology. Um, of course, there's just layers and layers and layers of this stuff. Um, I can talk for hours about someone's natal chart um, and also just about astrology. It's been a passion of mine since I was a teen many, 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 many years ago. Uh, More than I care to think about. Although, you know, (laughs) I'm at an age now where most of, uh, you know, my favorite music albums are all turning 50. You know, (laughs) it's like (laughs) stuff I was listening to as a young teen. So that'll give you an idea. Um, for me, the best music, of course, is the music of the '70s. But I think that's true of any, you know, uh, of you know, any person, and uh, and uh, the music was of their, you know, coming of age time. And I don't judge other music, uh, you know, uh, eras. I mean, I think most music is pretty good, and some of it's not to my taste. But you know, <laughs> what's the best? Well, that's very subjective. So yes. Jupiter is bringing us positive, expansive energy and has us believing in the possible at 23 degrees Aries. Saturn is bringing emotional balance, uh, spiritual discipline and structure to your life and delivering consequences to those deserving of them at 4 degrees Pisces. 
Uranus is inspiring innovation and sparking liberation at 17 degrees Taurus. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 26 degrees Pisces. Pluto is forging and facilitating transformation and acting as an agent of change at zero degrees Aquarius. Um, Chiron the healer is facilitating well-being and growth and, well, healing at 16 degrees Aries. And Black Moon Lilith, uh, one of my favorite astrological placements, is stirring energy of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 11 degrees Leo. The north node is four degrees Taurus and the south is four degrees Scorpio. So the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Again, take a look at your natal chart and see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are percolating there. Um, So now let's put it all together and see what the astrological energy of each day of the coming week looks like. Um, Monday at 9.09 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon joins uh, the sun in Aries. Um, any weekend murkiness due to the Pisces moon energies should clear overnight. Um, I never do well when the moon's in water myself, but that's because I have a predominantly air chart. But, you know, um, people can have, with the sun in Aries and the moon in Pisces, that's an awkward mix. So uh, people might have been sort of feeling like they're in a little bit of a fugue state over the, over the weekend. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday will be the most Aries time of Aries season of 2023, particularly Wednesday when the moon is in the same decan as Jupiter. This is a time for action. It's a time for healing. It's a time for, you know, uh, uh, initiations and beginnings for many. Now, Thursday at uh, 0012, there's a new moon with a solar eclipse in Aries, which will square up with Pluto. Watch your rivals. Keep an eye out for any chaos unfolding around you. Obstacles may appear in your path now. Likely they were already present in some form, though. Extreme emotion will be very difficult to contain now, so that 24-hour period around the, uh, around the new moon uh, and the eclipse. Be patient if triggered. Avoid acting on impulse. Damage and destruction can occur easily under these energies with that square to Pluto. At the same time, great power to make significant change can be summoned and directed. Now, um, the moon will move into Taurus at 0030, uh, so 30 minutes into the day Thursday, and the sun will join the moon in Taurus at 4.13 a.m. Again, these are Eastern Daylight Times. Um, now, uh, many will be drawn toward what makes them feel secure on Thursday and Friday. Um, the Mercury goes retrograde to kick Taurus season off, and people with Taurus personal planets will be impacted most by this three-week uh, retrograde. Um, that's usually the case, you know. Um, now, try to stay out of the past. Definitely manage expectations. Taurus season itself is a physical and material security-oriented season, which sets a strong, practical vibe. Commitments have great appeal during Taurus season. Um, even to the more choice-challenged folk among us. And as a Libra rising Aquarian with a Gemini moon, I have to say I am among that number. Um, many successful marriages occur during Taurus season. The Ten of Pentacles in the Tarot is the Earth marriage card, and it suggests longevity, fertility, and abundance. Saturday at 6.11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon transits into Gemini, bringing a lively, exploratory social energy to the cosmic mix for the weekend. Both romance and creativity are stimulated as the moon aligns with Venus in the early degrees of Gemini. 
Um, Sunday, Mercury retrograde squares, uh, rather sextile, sorry, uh, Mars. And, um, well, you know, I do feel that, you know, uh, that uh, this aspect pre presents some positive growth properties during what is Mars' two-month journey of healing and reconciliation in Cancer. You know, at the same point, uh, it is a retrograde in Taurus. Uh, avoid flogging a dead horse in relationships or family discussions. Uh, metaphoric, of course. Uh, at certain point, you know, the past really just needs to be left in the past. Uh, for daily aspect reports, uh, follow me on Instagram at Duncan DeLomontang. Um, I also post astrology reports on the blog on my website. You can find a link for my, uh, you know, my... Uh, online stuff uh, in my bio on my Instagram. That's it for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others. Mm -hmm.